Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 and welcome to Men in the Ring. And I'm joined out of Northern Africa by Matt. Matt, um, in the past, has been a professional kickboxer and a professional boxer and current mental health clinician. And I spent 10 years in the mental health field as well. And that's a symbolism of getting your, the ring with your mental uh, address issues and don't ignore them. So what's up, Matt? Not much. How are you doing, Sean? Good, 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 good. Excited for um, the traditional hunting season that's going to be coming up upon us, which is uh, it's always fun to hunt, of course, but it's also uh, fun just to reunite with people um, that you haven't seen for a while. It's kind of a tradition, obviously, around yeah. here. So uh, it's exciting. I'm just ripping through another week. Uh, work, Definitely work. a cultural phenomenon. It is, yeah. I realize it's not. It's not that way everywhere. We're talking yeah. more people. I was trying yeah, to explain it to someone here, and they were like, "What? Yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah. has a gun." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> You're not afraid? I'm like, no. Yeah, I know, like, uh, for myself and, like, my, at least two of my cousins had a very significant positive, like, impact on me as a kid, too, just hanging around with, like, all the alpha males, you know? Mm hmm. And, like, um, kind of have an atmosphere of people, like, you know, razzing each other and having fun and having to be able to, like, you know, take that and then, understand that nobody's actually trying to like actually insult you they're just like you know you know giving you shit and just having fun with you you know as a kid you just gotta realize that you're you might be made fun of for anything but you know, nobody's really like out to hurt you necessarily so yeah so I just kind of as a, as a kid you know it's kind of just, you know, unsure of yourself, and then you gotta kind of just trust that, you know, all your normalities are like, and 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 all of the things that you're not good at in life, everybody else is like essentially learn that everybody else is facing a lot of the same things. <laughs> so it's like, oh, all right, that's normal. Yeah. How did uh, how do you grow up hunting? They look like. Grow. What's that? What yeah, it what like? it looked like, how to grow oh. when you're growing up hunting. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. We, um, I get dad gave me some skills like on his own, uh, on our own, and then uh, like probably prior to be able to hunt, hunt for like gun, gun deer. I'd go to the my. I was fortunate enough to be in a cool position where. Um, I lived kind of out in the middle of nowhere land, which wasn't mm -hmm. necessarily good for a lot of things. But for hunting season, it was good because the hunting cabin that my family all went to, that my uncle owned, was just like two miles down the road from where I lived. Because I already lived out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of good for me because then I was able to kind of be around the group. Um, you know, so this small little one-room cabin with like... 13 people, you know, sitting around a table playing cards and 10 of them smoking. 
and <laughs> around a potbelly stove and yeah. having some beers or whatever. And I was just normal. And I was being in the corner, like part of the action. Cause I grew up out in the middle of the woods with nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. So just being in that one room with all the cool adults, just watching them play cards for a little bit, just being around the energy was like amazing, you know? Um, yeah. And I, I was, I get bored quick anyway. So I just make up my own little game on the side with like a, I'm throwing the basketball off or like a little toy basketball off the wall or tennis ball off the wall or just make my own. I was never, I could never quite um, concentrate enough to learn the card game that they're playing. So I didn't really care for it, but yeah. So then, yeah, I just grew up and then, as you grew older and people would ask you, you know, how are you doing or this or that or have some success in sports. And then they, people were like, Oh, kind of like recognize you for that. And, yeah. How um, old were you when you started hanging out with the Kevin? Probably like 10, 10, 11. <laughs> and then I was, then I was a pretty useful hunter. Cause I would go, I was wild and I would go places where other people wouldn't go, you know, like down nasty swamps and stuff like that. And, but my older cousins was similar to that. He was like a wrestler. And, um, so they would send us. Then you'd feel useful as a hunter, you know, because they'd be like, oh, yeah, you'll, you can go down in this nasty swamp bottom and try to chase this buck out of here. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I'm useful. <laughs> you know, get your boots wet and barely make it through with your face cut up. Um, awesome. Let's go. So yeah, that's that's definitely part of it. Start feeling useful, and valuable, and, and then you start growing up and being a man. <laughs> mm. there you go. How about you? How do you do it? I was probably thirteen when I started hunting, and I always would with um, my dad never really hunted, like, so I'd always head down to my mom's and go down to go hunting. That was a, it was probably, it was pretty nice for her, because then I'd spend all Thanksgiving down there. Okay. Because I'd go down, the hunting season would open, we'd hunt all week and come back up. You couldn't learn how to do it from like your mom or or, or my stepdad. Stepdad. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So he taught me to hunt. We mm-hmm. usually hunted in a group, and so. Oh yeah. Started out like, oh, you just sit here, and then so it, that's how it started. Like you just sit here, and he'd wander off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I'd sit there. And he'd be like, just whatever you do, don't leave. Yeah. And there, there were a couple times, man, like, like being left there and just freezing. Yeah. Freezing. Yeah. yeah. Thinking yeah. you're going to die. You know, yeah. like, oh, even if I see a deer right now, I don't think I could. Yeah, yeah, I've been in that position. Can't pull a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, my goodness. Sure. So it was, but it was 
Found a deer my first year. It was like oh, last hunting season, so it's kind of cool. And then, yeah. but we usually hunted in a group. Uh-huh. And we we would just go work setting up drives. So I'd sit, sit in a stand or get posted somewhere and like, like you do this. Yeah. <laughs> just shoot whatever whatever you see worth shooting. Shoot it. Yeah. Okay. We got all <laughs> these tags. Just shoot it. <laughs> all right. Thanks. So. Um, so then like, yeah, fun. Cause like there was a growth process because by the time I left for the, so after about 10 years, uh, uh-huh. um, so when I left for the Navy when I was 23, I had, like I shot four deer that, that year before I left. Okay. And it was, it was just me on the woods with a gun. You know, whether it was walking through the woods and just stalking a deer or, <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Learning the land, uh-huh. that made it, made it easy because we always hunted the same land. So it was like, this is, this is what works. This is where the deer are. This is, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Yep. I can walk here to break my silhouette and I can stay here and I can stay here and whatever. So, yeah, I mean, there's some like channels, like, like times, like I remember. So, so when you're sitting out there all those for those 10 years or whatever, there's times where you're like, I didn't want to do this anymore, but you're supposed yourself to keep doing it. Right. Um, I don't know if I ever had the, I don't want to do this. Oh, really? What, well, I mean, how about being cold and, like, I want to go in and be done for today? Oh, I've had that. <laughs> yeah. <But I> <laughs> be done for today, I guess, is what I, my thought. Yes. Maybe for the day, but never for... Ever. Right? And I, like, and part of me was, like, that I don't want to disappoint people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I or I don't want to break trust like if this is where i told you to be and you're not there like right well i want you're not gonna put me here next time <laughs> you're not gonna right. put me where you need to be next time if i'm not here this time right like that time like the, that time i was telling you where i one of the times where i got super cold okay he, he just dropped me off or i knew where the stand was at this point uh-huh. and so i go sit up in the stand sit there and sometime before the end of the day, I will have wandered past you. And it was like, I mean, I was so cold because I just sat. And, but it was probably 15 minutes before he should like popped up. A deer showed up and I ended up shooting it. But like, I was so cold. Right. That was probably the coldest I'd been hunting you know, and yeah. it, but it paid off, you know, so those payoffs made it even when it was like super difficult or t- things I wanted to do something else like. Uh-huh. It was still, yeah, it's interesting. It made me like, want to keep going. 
Right, for sure. It's interesting the the cultural difference from when I was a kid because like we ex- actually needed the meat that you know the whatever how many deer we shot that year we like actually ate it all year and ran out by like July. Yeah, so like yeah. <laughs> that was like instead of buying like beef or whatever, that was like a big yeah. supplemental thing. So I was like, yeah, like getting a deer was like a big deal. Yeah. So it really was shoot everything that runs through. <laughs> For the most part, so yeah. I mean, and then you accidentally shot something that's kind of small, and then everybody makes fun of me for shooting small ones, you know. Um, the guys I were with are like, whatever, man. We'll eat yeah. that, too. It's like, all, all right. right. We have enough tags. And one year, is it was crazy. It was uh, like the first two hours of deer hunting and we filled almost all of our tags. Whoa. And, that's a lot of work. That, yeah. It's like, so like nobody else, like after that, we're pretty much done hunting. Right. But it was like, it, I know. that, that was not, not the norm. Right. Uh, Those are years you don't forget though, for sure. Yeah. I distinctly remember, um, you know, having like not be able to sit very long. So we'd like a the opener or the Sunday, second day, sit there mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half. And it's like, oh my gosh, like this is driving me crazy. Nothing's happening, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that back then, we don't do this as much anymore. <clears throat> but back then, like at nine o'clock, or we'd all get back together from sitting. Then we'd get go do drives, like you're talking about, where. Yeah. So set a couple people up and have a couple people move through the woods and try to like kick some deer to other people. And, but that just that whole like going from the contrast of just pulling my hair out, being bored in the woods to getting together and joking and then going out and action of, you know, walking around, not sitting still is like just was awesome to me. It was like so much fun. Um, and then, the, then you got the camaraderie. And, um, I don't know. It was as a kid, I just remember it being just electric, you know. Mm-hmm. Going and driving yeah. the action instead of waiting, that, letting the action come to you. Not now that I'm a little older and hunt it much differently now, and understand that for the bigger, it's not as desperate to get meat for food, but the bigger and the bigger bucks typically are more vulnerable they're just doing natural movements instead of like getting pushed around because they're so smart and so clever that no matter how you push them they're not going to go by people typically yeah, let them yeah. shoot them so that's <laughs> kind of bad it's just... they didn't get big being dumb what's that they didn't get big being dumb no they're smart as it's crazy even right now, like I've had some, I have some, some cameras in the woods where we hunt, and there are some really nice bucks, but they do not show their face in the daylight. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Which that was, uh, we don't have much time, but we were hiking in the mountains and saw these deer several different times moving in the mountains 
And I was just kind of curious. Do you think mountain deer have different like movement patterns than like woods and field deer? Because like I would never see a deer like that moving in the woods when I was hunting, but like we we're just hiking along and it comes this deer putting down the trail. What do you think that's just being in a, a national park maybe too, I guess? Yeah, the, the, te- t- the those behaviors are pretty significantly changed when there's no, uh, when they're not being pursued, you know, they don't yeah. see it. If they don't see a biped, I mean, they, they haven't witnessed them as a, as a threat and they just don't see them as a threat. You know, it's a lot different. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's going to be about it. We, uh, have a short little one today, just how, just how the week played out, but, um, it was, it was actually super fun talking about hunting past. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for, right. uh, spending time. Glad we got it done. And, uh, that's been men in the ring, like subscribe and share. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Sounds good, brother. Have a good one. All right. See you.